making move, Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Mr. the Henny with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You run a four now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. <laughs> we are back again. We are back again. Episode 95. I got it right this time. I've been practicing all week. It was game day. Big time players make big time plays. This is the type of stuff that wins championships right here. This is the type of intro that wins championships right Talk here. To us. You dig what I'm saying? Episode 95. I am AJ El Presidente. And of course, as always, every week, I got my guys with me. Who is with me, goddammit? You got your boy, Cameron. Your boy, Cameron, here as always. Your favorite guy, regardless of who shows up on the intro or not. Y'all know who your favorite guy is. Have a issues, I believe, but you already know it's your boy Hill. Hill gonna heal regardless, baby. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Did y'all hear me? Yeah. You you a little you a little you a little frozen. You a little mm. frozen. I, I think Eric gonna get on you. He gonna say he gonna say you at my house with my with my Wi Fi router. But but you know what's I mean, funny? Yeah. Y'all in different squares than y'all normally are. So it's like whoever we playing. Whoever's in that square have technical issues. You're right. We're playing Hollywood yeah. Squares right now. Yeah. Well, Hill, would you like would you, would you would would you like to try and attempt to tell them where they could find us? Yeah, you know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms, three man weave, Instagram, Twitter, three man weave underscore. You can email us at three dot man dot weave at gmail dot com. Big time players, baby. Big time players, baby. <laughs> Let's get I, it. What I say? I knew, I knew, he was, I knew he was coming. I knew he was coming. I knew, I knew it was coming. Big time players uh, make. I got fired. Oh, Andy Delay. I got fired. I normally don't have to get you. Ooh, Andy Delay. All right, so you know, we, y'all want to jump right into it? Big time players make big time plays. Yeah, let's do it. What, what, what's 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 the Nets record right now? I don't even know their record because it's not important enough for me to know it. Are they looking like a threat? Yeah. Do, do the Nets look like a threat? Uh, they, could possibly, they, could, they could possibly be a threat. They could possibly be a threat, but it's going to take some coaching. Um, you know, and we three, as much as we all three like Steve Nash, were, we had question marks about that signing. And people bashed us. People bashed us in our group. People bashed us in other groups. And you know, all we were saying is, <laughs> Why can't people who already have a basketball background in coaching get a shot first? That's all we were saying. And you, look at us now. You want to go first, Hill, or you want me to go? No, you can get it. So, you know, I don't think it's coaching. Because right now, the problem 
is one one thing that we one thing that we've said before is defense ain't about a whole lot other than just wanting to. And I'm sorry, bro. If you give up a hundred and fifty, like almost 150 points in every regulation, game. yeah, every game in regulation, you don't mm-hmm. want to play defense. You're not even trying to get in the way. And that and that was the thing that people said, like you know, even like we said, like who are your players? Like people talked about the bench, but how are you going to stop somebody? You got this. You got this. You know, the Phoenix Suns offense from the 2000s, where it's mm-hmm. the running gun, but. You really only like at least at least those teams had Boris Diaw and Rajah Bell and Sean Marion. It don't sound it don't sound like much, but those are players that's gonna play defense. And you know at least when you have when you have that when you when you are relying on this run and gun, you at least want to get in the way. Like you want you want to just have an understanding of like okay, look, I need to at least try and play some help. I at least would need to have some type of basketball IQ where if he gets past his man, I at least need to rotate, you know, to clog the lane. Something. I like, I like what you're going because, like you said, we we said it on here. Defense is a, a want to. I like what Sean Hurt just said. Defense mm-hmm. involves scheme, rotation, covering for weaknesses on the court. It's definitely coaching. Yes, it is. And on top of that, if I'm not if if I don't if I'm not emphasizing defense, why would you at play? All, why would I give a Why would I give a damn Thank about you. defense? But, you know but so it starts who, at the who, top. Who's, who's on that court outside of KD that's gonna play defense? But but to Hill's but point, if, AJ, but if I'm not, yeah, but if I'm not telling you, I get you, you, know, I get you. It's not Thank an interest on defense. Then I'm I'm like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yep. go ahead, go ahead. Because AJ said defense is a want to thing, right? But mm-hmm. we all know great coaches can inspire to make mm-hmm. you want to do stuff. Because let's be real, you don't even want a condition. Right, but a great coach is gonna make sure you do all of that. A great coach is gonna teach you because defense one on one is want to, but help defense takes basketball IQ. You gotta know, mm-hmm. you gotta know when to help, when not to help. You gotta know when to get in that passing lane, and that's gonna take coaching. And my biggest knock on the on the Steve Nash hire was Steve Nash was not a defensive minded player when he played, and prior to. The trade, you know, with the young guys, we knew they they had some defense on there, but not a lot. You feel me? So give us some time. Give us a, he gonna make up for it. That <laughs> shit was funny. Give us some time. Yeah, drop. But not nah, drop my phone nah. and everything. But y'all got, y'all got to put that up there and read that for the people so they know. Oh okay. yeah, I, I'd be forgetting to read it. Eric, hey, oh you got it. Yeah, Eric, our guy Eric Hughes, hey, Sean, he let you know you might need to uh, you stick with stick basketball because <laughs> your football opinions have been questionable, and he calling you out on it. Uh, yeah, I, Sean just been thinking, with his, he been thinking with his heart in football. It's hard not to, man. We all when been there. Team, like I said, when it's your team involved, it's hard like not said, to. Sometimes, sometimes you don't even give a damn about logic Nothing. when it comes to your team. And like I said, you <laughs> You, I'm a testament to that. Y'all know, y'all know how that go, bro. Y'all I had Washington beating the Bucks, bro, and the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Feel so that, come on now. So I understand, I understand where he's coming from. He just really trying to defend his team, and it's not that many Ram fans in the group. So he got it. So he got it. You know, he, he got to go. Down. On. <laughs> but back to the back to the Nets, though. Like you said, you never was sold on Steve Nash because he didn't play defense. So okay, get some assistance. Yeah, that. That you know, what I'm saying that they they emphasis, they strong suit is defense. 
Better go get Patrick Ewing ass out of uh, Georgetown or something. <laughs> Just something. You well, know who, who, he, who he get, though? Go get Dan Tony. <laughs> You gonna get Dan Tony that don't know nothing about that's, defense that's at all. Really, you know, that's really so you his know what coach, bro. That's yeah. really his coach. Mm-hmm. You see, but no, so it is. Who's really in charge? Like, like radio but, said, both of them. When you got, when you got some of these great, when you got these three great offensive weapons, I wouldn't even be talking about offense because the offense is gonna come. That's at the like, end of the day, cause, y'all can cause, play pickup basketball and, and give me honey. Uh-huh. And, and that's what we t- and that's where I was gonna kind of you know talk about what Sean said, where we talking about scheme and stuff like that. That's where you you want like at least some players who have that want to, where it's like okay, y'all go ahead and get yours, but I know if I get two points, but I'm locking somebody up, I, I didn't did my job, I didn't earn my pay. And once again, that's why like I didn't necessarily like the trade to get James Harden because you gave up entirely too much. You stripped your team to go forward. I think, for me personally, I think with the the gifted person that James Harden is on offense, if you, I know it's you know it, it's it's hindsight now, but I would have rather given up Kyrie and still have pieces on my team instead of giving up everything for my bench to get James Harden, and then now I got five like four players playing about forty minutes a game. What we got to keep in mind is, though, they all three still haven't played together enough yet. That's, when are they so, going to do it? Okay, but and but and that's what that's one of my that's one of my hangups here is they haven't played enough together yet. We've seen when you build this super team, you need to play. Have it, ha- having that time together matters. It's why when uh, Kawhi and uh, Paul Paul George got into the playoffs, they said, "You know what? We needed more time together." Well, y'all shouldn't have been sitting y'all asses down. Even but even in my, even in Miami, when that big three came together, they didn't win it their first year because they needed to fill each other out. Guess what? They lost to an actual team. That Mavericks mm-hmm. team was that was a like a team top to mm-hmm. bottom bench and all. Yeah, what, their bench was the, legit. The difference between them and the Clippers is they're not they're not purposely neglecting the regular season. They're actually trying to get the, get the chemistry together, and they're going to be a, a top market for the buyout market. So, like I said, Absolutely. we're going to get a just signed Shumpert. You know, what I'm saying, despite how I don't I don't know how no. y'all feel. Shumpert can play know. wing defense, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna play Shump now. Shump help my boys get a ring back in the so, day. So, who's to say that? So, who else in the buyout market is you know might might be a key defender? They may they're going to be heavy in that market. I don't know how much trade ammunition they got. Did you go acquire anybody else? I don't know, but they better use some of them pick swaps. Yeah, but I know for a fact that they're going to be a high buyout market for a veteran that's you know to try to bank on them getting to getting the that ring. Yeah, so we just got to give we just got to give them some time. But the fact is, hey, y'all a big time market, y'all a big time team, big time personality. Y'all gonna get this big time scrutiny till y'all get it together, and it is what it is, like. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about them because honestly, I I just see uh, teams that are out there that are like the the league is top heavy right now, and those top teams are looking like thorough. Teams. Like th- those top te- those top teams are looking thorough, like top to bottom. Like yeah. the Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers, the Lakers, the the Sixers, and if the Sixers get JJ Redick in the trade somehow. What we've been saying that they've been needing shooters. shooters. Even they get, he's been playing like trash this year, but I mean, you know we can oh, shoot. But, 
But that's what I'm saying. He maybe have been playing like trash this year, but one thing that I I can I can feel like if he gets in that system, he gonna be like, you know what? Tuck the elbow, come. I, I got it. I can get it. I can get it. And so I think it's his school. His school not having so it's, it's affecting him. You feel me? Hey, I, th- I think all I think all the all the dookies all the dookies is dookie right now. Boy, the group mighty quiet. <laughs> oh my god. I remember though. I remember everybody was talking about Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. Ooh, buddy. Hey, well, since we this is a little mini segue, we talked to college. NCAA football that came back. Yeah, baby, the greatest football game ever. And I've I've always preferred NCAA over Madden because the gameplay was so much smoother. It It felt like the play. It felt like the players ran like faster. The movements was they looked better. How they pads. And this is this is like on PlayStation (laughs) Three. It just looked better, man. And and it's just like for me, I always felt like, yo, Madden. They would just give you roster updates, and that was it. That's College, right. like the NCAA, they, that was where that was the guinea pig. Hey, we gonna try, we gonna try all the new juke moves on NCAA. We gonna try to, we gonna, <laughs> we gonna try to, we gonna try new playbooks, all of that. And so I felt like you could get that progression with NCAA. The only, but one thing I do think that hurt EA Sports in general is they don't got no competition no more. Yeah, and and the likeness thing. So it's like. They used to cook. They they stole the likenesses, so it made you feel like you had a Tim Tebow or you you had a um, Todd Gurley on your team, even though their name wasn't that. They all their attributes were. They can't even do that anymore. So, like Eric said, I don't know if it's gonna be the same. I'm hoping yeah. that it is. One thing I did like about college was they wrote the Glory series, man. They really went. They went in depth with that, and it's like. If you do, if you do my player on Madden, it's trash. Even even on next gen, if you do my player, it's trash. Like they don't let you go to the combine. You can't but, work out to get better in the offseason. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Kenan. Since that face of the franchise, my player, you know, whatever they want to call it now. Since they added that, what has really changed? Nothing, bro. Like, every year I be hoping that you could run the 40 yourself. You could do some bench reps yourself to actually build where you land in the draft slot. They never let you do. They just said you either can pick a high draft pick or or a late round draft pick. Like, if you create a player. It's like, that's why we don't even create players in our league. We just play with with the regular players. Because they're... They're my player. It's the worst my player in all the sports. I need to know who this Facebook user is. That, AJ I, 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 I'm almost certain <laughs> that is Linwood Turner. I know it's got to be Linwood Turner. Oh, you ducking him? I'm not ducking him. I ha- I'm trying. I I have limited time to play Madden <laughs> with my child in 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 the house. My best bet is usually on the weekends, later at night. Yeah, I can play you. I play you, and. I played, bro. I played him with the Bengals, and I mean, uh, come on, he he had the he had the Washington football team, so it's like it's like the greatest strength in the league versus the biggest weakness in the league. He got the best D line in the game, but like, bro, I couldn't do nothing. So I, now I got to find a different team. I don't know any other team. I be beating people online, but I mean, but yeah, he legit. He legit. Nah, Lim, was, Lim was definitely good on at online yeah. play. I he, he legit. He legit, but. I got him a game. He don't know. Don't act like he like I ain't never beat him. 
That's what you know. Everybody always forget their losses. Yeah, he coming yeah. here. He coming in here talking like I'm shitty or something. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you nice. Yeah, you nice. <laughs> all right. Yeah, cool. all right. I am too. Let's go. Let's go with this quick. Best college football team of all time. Sean Hurt says 2001 Miami Hurricane. Who you got, AJ? So I like I like that, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna ride with my boys. I think our team, that 2013 Florida State team, is That's one tough. of the best college football teams of all time. And we, we can get into that at a different time. But if you look at the people that was on that team, yeah, that 2013 team. That was one of the best football teams no, just, of all time. Yeah, this is gonna be quick, Kenny. Your turn. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Florida State, but I'm going. Uh, I'm going '88. One of them years, whatever year Prime was there and We're ripped not, it up. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Prime, baby. Twenty first and Prime. You know I'm going with 05 USC, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that, oh, that team was yeah. one of the best. No, no, no. That was that was a tough team. And so, and that that Texas team too. Let's not forget that team, that Vince Young team. Yeah, that's what who um, um That was that was Sean. Sean said Sean said that. For oh, my bad. Man, I'm and I'm sure and I'm sure Tori's gonna say it too. There oh Tori right there. You see Tori, you know he yep. you know he ain't gonna let that go. You know but, he gonna um, let Texas slide at all. And, and I was I was gonna say I was about to say that FSU, Charlie Ward, Peter Ward team, what they oh. did to Michael Michael Vick in that championship game, even though Michael Michael Vick went crazy, that was a tough Charlie, ass championship. That was a bro. Yo, like after the after this season, we've heard a lot of is this the greatest Alabama team of all time? I just want to say we can't necessarily say this is the greatest Alabama team of all time because we've seen a lot like this Alabama team lose. Just last, I, I know it's different seasons, but if you want to say that this is the greatest Alabama, Alabama team of all time, you got to look at that LSU team of last, last year. That like Devontae Smith won the Heisman. At receiver with 20 touchdowns, had I think what like 16, 1700 yards. Jamar Chase did that last season on a team with Terrence Marshall and Justin Jefferson. That LSU team from last year, if we're gonna talk about how this is one of the greatest Alabama teams of all time, that means we gotta talk about that LSU team of last year as one of the greatest of all times. Um, because this year was a funky year. I mean, you had so many opt-outs, players didn't star players didn't play, you know, teams didn't start until November. So I think at full strength, that LSU that LSU team as time goes by. They're going to get a lot of looks as one of the greatest teams of all times as well. A lot of people try to sh- shy away from recency bias, but I think that's going that's, that's a team that's going to get some looks. That Mark Ingram team, that, yeah, was, that, like, was, a, that was a hell of a team. Bro, yeah, it's some Bama no, teams. It's some no, Bama it's, it's, it's teams, definitely bro. And it's definitely some Alabama teams. That's why I can't say that this year's Alabama team is one of the greatest of all times because if you look at it, it's, it, it's so nondescript. It's literally every single year. They got a, like three dudes that are running back. Two dudes or three dudes at wide receiver, at least three on the offensive line. They got four on the defensive line, at least two backers, and four people in the secondary where you like, hey, that motherfucker might go first or second round. I will, and they all look the same. I will say that 2013 knows team, though. Because um, if we was going to do it, we was going to do it big then that year. You feel me? Bro, they beat, they beat almost every team. They beat almost every team. Hey. They beat almost every team by 30 until they got to the – the, the championship. Every game. speech your boy made that year hit, bro. Yeah. Every hey, single one. I'm so glad he wasn't eating W's in college. 
Because we would have been. That's fucked. That's when it went downhill. That's when we would have been. We would have been. See, that's, see, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of the chat. They didn't start. They didn't took us on a whole tangent. It about the best college football team. Oh yeah, that we but, we de- we definitely gonna bring that one back to the chat in the meme. So yeah, so we can get that one going. But we were sitting there Saturday night, and I was watching. You know, watching my Lakers. You know, beat up on the Celtics. You know. <laughs> I mean, it is what it, you know. You I was know. scared to death, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that great, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a rivalry game. So. Yeah gonna be tough but we got a trade that happened yeah mm-hmm. big trade mm-hmm. might have been a trade that we never suspected was going to happen and then sean happened. would you like to bring your ass to the stage you know we got matthew stafford traded from the lions to the rams for you know a lot of ammunition let's go ahead we here now what's your thought what's your initial thoughts these motherfuckers are stupid Ain't no way in the fuck I'm trading a player and those two picks. I mean, Matthew Stafford, yeah, you you solid. But shit, if Jared Goff can get us in the playoffs, I'd I would I would have offered that for Deshaun. To be quiet as his cap, I'm offering that for Deshaun at least. Especially with the with the amount of money that is coming, like yeah, you getting rid of that terrible ass Jared Goff contract. But I mean, I don't think that's a terrible Jared Goff contract, bro. It's not as terrible as it as it, as bro, it seems. It's anymore. the going rate for top quarterbacks, and I'm exactly. so, and I'm so, quarterbacks, bro. He's just maybe just missing the mark, bro. Like if you look at what he's done since he's come in the league, he's he's achieved, bro. He has achieved on that team as just as much as Matt Stafford has done with his team. Okay, okay. And well, so well, hold on, let me hold on. Let, let me finish, I, bro. I, I, he's, I got you, I got you. he's done more and less time in his career than Matthew Stafford. He's been farther, so it's like I understand Stafford has the arm that people love. He has the heart and the guts, and he wears it on his sleeve. But I ain't swapping Jared Goff. For Stafford, bro, and if I do, I ain't spending that much because to me, they're the same quarterback. One just has a little bit more experience. That is and, it. And and that was my point. I'm saying like, look, I'm not offering all of that up for Matthew Stafford, but I do believe Matthew Stafford is a slight upgrade for a Jared slight, Goff, bro. Okay, wait, 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 wait. But that slight. Upgrade got you like that's that that slight downgrade got you to the Super Bowl. A slight upgrade might, might get you it to a Super win. Bowl championship. Yeah, that's so true. that's what I'm saying. So I so I wouldn't say I'm trading you Jared Goff two first round picks. Yeah, I wouldn't mind the So what I'm saying is yeah. I'll give you I give you Jared Goff and maybe a second because you because to me because to, to, to me it's a swap and yeah. I might do something yeah. to sweeten the deal because. Because we, we, we talk about Jared, like, well, I know I do. I say, Jared, like, Jared Goff, is, like, he did benefit from getting Sean McVay. And we saw what Matthew Stafford was doing, you know, with Matt Patricia. So maybe, in my mind, if I'm, Matt, if I'm Sean McVay, Jared Goff is a product of me. I don't give Matthew a damn Stafford, what he's Matthew a product Stafford of. Had, Matthew Stafford has some talent, but he's been in a bad, he's been in a bad environment. So if I take this product of me and ship them out but give someone who has a little bit more talent and then i give them to me 
then hey, we might be able to talk some turkey. I might, like I said, I'm not got taking that the Super Bowl. Bowl. I mean, if I'm but, the Rams, I'm not. So, I'm just not but, giving up that much because once I say golf is included. I'm taking away some of these value in these picks. No, we on we on the same page. We I, on the same page. I, I know, but what I just I, don't understand is why they didn't offer that first, and that is what's mind boggling. Who me. knows? They might have. It's a um. It, the reason why I'm not saying it's not a bad contract anymore because it's essentially now for Jared Goff it's a two year fifty six or fifty three three million contract. Yeah, that's the goal so, rate. That's like twenty six million a year for for a starting quarterback, like. Come on now, like mm-hmm. if he's trash, you got two years, you can get rid of him. Like it's not that massive of a contract that you're just so well, stuck. So I'm not even quarterbacks. I'm not even like sad about not not sad about that. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm not I, that I, big I, of a, big of a contract. The second my 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 main question is, how good is Matt Stafford? And he might not resign with you. He might stay there for he finish out his contract and leave you holding the bag, I, and you I gave think, up. I think, he's, I think he's gonna resign though. That's that's being a hope and a wish. I, I get you, but I just seeing where he's come from, I think he'll. I think he's gonna resign. How good is Matt Stafford? I think Matt Stafford is probably uh, like on average, I'd say top thirteen QB in the league. He's the he's a, he's in there. I, Listen, I would not, I would not turn down having Matt Stafford on my team. And by any means, no way am I trying to downplay Matt Stafford. What I am doing is saying the separation between Matt Stafford and golf is not what the Rams paid. That's yeah, why I really couldn't talk. You didn't say it on the point, Cannon. I'm sorry, bro, but <laughs> but, but, but see, I think I, I I I literally think we might need to move on because we all in agreement. Don't nobody yeah, want to see not, us yeah, all agree. Yeah, that's like, true. Because because we really all we, we really all agree on this shit. Well, well, I, I'm gonna say my piece right here because because I was thinking I'm like, well, did the lead catch up to me to McVay? Like, could this same scheme, this same system, we know what's going on, we know the plays, we know the play action, we know. We know what is going on, but I'm and I think is he handcuffed with That's with golf? Point. That's a good point. Is he about to show us some new stuff that he been trying to been trying to show us? I and, don't know. That's why I say I have to wait till the season to see to give him a real critique of what I wouldn't have still made this trade. Those that would get me wrong. Can't say on my point. Can't say on my points. But to see if to see if Matt Stafford is that much of an upgrade. I'm gonna have to see them do different plays or different schemes, different variations of what they got going on, and to actually see if he's really an upgrade. And and this is why I say he he may be a slight upgrade because I think that he does have way better arm talent than Jared Goff. Yeah, I agree there. Matt, Matt, Matt Stafford can rock. put that. Matthew uh, Matthew Stafford can put the ball seventy yards downfield yeah, if he wanted to. So rock. I think so. I think I think that that's something that can take them away. And I think that Matt Stafford is a little bit more confident in making tight window, like NFL throws yeah. than Jared Goff. And that's a big thing. Because like, 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 like what we talked about, being college open and NFL open are different. That's why I, we, I think Tua had an issue because Tua was used to people being SEC open and his receivers having an issue. And I think Matt Stafford, he has that – Hey, I can get it in there. 
And but he got some a little bit of that that Joe Flacco Brett Favre like nah, oh shit he do. it's he, closing he's it closed bro, it closed he, he his best friend was Clayton Kershaw like they grew up I, together I, I, they I talk, I, 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 that's that's so perplexing <laughs> so, to me so he hey, got a hey, Eric hey Eric <laughs> I want like I understand you you believe Andrew Luck is the truth Andrew Luck was really good but just go look at the career numbers and tell me the difference between Andrew Luck and Andy Dalton. Mm, God damn. Just tell me that. I, I, I want to stick with his Sean Hurt point. He had to run this system because golf was limited. He wants to run the system he ran in Washington with Cousin. Isn't Cousin's limited? Isn't Cousin's limited? And, yeah, and, like, and let me tell you what he ran in Washington. It was a, it was one of the simplest <laughs> offenses ever. It was a two-read thing predicated off the tight end. I got, always I got been six the number plays. one like Novocaine. Give it time, it'll work. And it was a play action. Mm-hmm. Post. To Jordan Reed, a play action crosser to Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis when he came. And then there was the, the backside post off of that to Pierre Garcon. And that was really all we did in Washington. And we ran the ball. When we weren't supposed to be good at running the ball, we had Morris then and then some other backs that came in. But we were always able to decently run the ball. And Kirk Cousins lived off of play action. And specifically play action to the tight end because we had tight ends in Washington that were a mismatch against linebackers. There was nothing like when Hill and everybody was saying McVay was a genius, I was saying McVay's a good coach, bro. He's not a genius. Like that was what we had. And my whole thing is, you know, sometimes simple in the NFL works very well because too many other people try to get too crazy and so yeah what we've seen Stefan like look at Stefanski Stefanski's not doing nothing crazy nothing he's living off the run game mm-hmm. and he's setting up the run game off the pass I mean the pass off the run game and he's doing that play action so now it keeps you off balance it that's truly what it's really about can you keep that can you keep the defense guessing it's not about drawing up the craziest schemes unless you are somebody even like even Andy Reid I can kind of tell you what Andy Reid's about to do. Like when Travis Kelsey's, you know, like our Tyreek Hill's coming in motion on the goal line, they finna do that shovel pass. Be careful. The shovel pass is coming. <laughs> like I seen that shit in the NFC Championship game. I'm like, yo, y'all not going to guard that? So, but it's not, a, it's not about being the most complicated. It's about can you make that other can you make the defensive coordinator and those defensive players second-guess themselves? Can you make them be like, oh, shit, are they going to fake it off of this? Or are they actually going to run this? The thing about the, th- the thing about Stafford is, like I said, he, he is a good quarterback. He has all the tools. He has the arm, the accuracy, you know, the wherewithal of, that you want in the quarterback. You know, he got it. He hasn't just – he just don't have that uh, that you need to take a team over the top, like – He's somebody. He had weapons his whole entire career. Like, okay, but it's but here, Detroit. Let me, let, let, let me, let me, let me don't just, work in Detroit let, like they work let me, in other let, places. Let me let me jump in here with this. He had he's had weapons in Detroit, but he never had the running game that he might get being in the Sean McVay offense. And so, if you have a running game in this McVay offense, I, I know what you're about to say. They ain't got, but if he's able to be in an offense where people got the threat of a. Hey, Cam Makers, Malcolm Brown, or whoever the hell else they gonna get in here can actually go off. Then we gotta like we gotta make sure that we can do it. And then all all Matthew Stafford really gotta do is hey 
get the linebackers to come up and then throw it over their heads. It's been an inconsistent running game since Gurley got hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Cam. But, they, but they, but they still a threat. He, he showed though. up late. Cam. Yeah. Some, but that's I mean, what that's Harry what Andre Johnson like, showed some flashes. Um, um, yeah, Swift showed some flashes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what I'm saying it's some flashes that happen. That happen. Yeah, I but mean, it's flashes that happen. But when you're not in the offense, that's gonna actually predicate your like your game off of play action. Well, listen, you get what I'm saying. This is for Sean. I don't want him to ever think that Sean McVay threw some complicated system at Kurt and he was running it. Please lose lose that thought. Now, hey, Sean. One, one one thing that Sean McVay is a genius at, and AJ alluded to it earlier, and Hill is all his stuff looks the same, and that's how he keeps you off balance. He's going to run out of that formation. He's also going to pass out of that formation, and he's also going to play action out of that formation. So when they come out in 12 personnel, the average team, you see 12 personnel, you like they either running or they're doing some quick pass, either to the flats or something or a crosser, right? When McVay come with that 12 personnel, they may go deep up the seams with it. They may go on the post. They may run off tackle at you. They do every – They like like you said, it got five or six plays all for the same look. And, and it's, keeping you all, it's keeping you off guard. That it's, 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 it's making you think what is really going to come from this. Mm-hmm. Mari, Mariano Rivera had two pitches. Mm-hmm. Fastball, cutter. That's it. And the and difference between a fastball and a cutter is about this much. <laughs> but you had to be like, hey, is he going to throw this fastball? It looked the same like, every like, time. It's going it's to be the same arm slide. Yep. It's going to look like it's coming out the same velocity. Mm-hmm. The wind up going to be the same. But yeah. what it does is going to keep you off guard because you'll be like, do I need to swing lower for the cutter? Do I need to reach outside a little bit for the cutter? Is the cut like if you're a lefty, is the cutter gonna jam me up inside? I need to mm-hmm. shorten my swing. It's definitely it just gonna keeps jam you if you're a lefty. It, it, it just keeps you guessing. I don't know who this Facebook user is going. We've been, I've been wanting to give him his credit for the longest, but I definitely, I definitely need him to um, let Streamyard um, follow the rules. Goddamn it! Yeah, cause he been going off. But one hundred percent. That's why I said I want to give him his proper credit. Uh, Stafford was a problem with Megatron was playing. He hasn't had a top 15 receiver since, has he? Has he had a top 15 receiver since? No. But he had maybe had two top 20. But he had Golden Tate in his prime. He had Marvin Jones in his prime. He had Kenny Galladay in his prime. Galladay. And Marvin. Um, um, that's, a, that's a lot of weapons right there. He had um, Ebron. They went and drafted. Um, I'm, I'm a little iffy on Ebron, but we can finish that's the yeah, Ebron yeah, wasn't good. That, was, that wasn't a good, good, um, good guy. But it's been Detroit. Good, like I said, the, the issues in Detroit are bigger than quarterback. And it's been that way since Barry Sanders and Scott Mitchell. Some, y'all right. probably don't even know who Scott Mitchell is, but it's, it's a. And y'all do. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about y'all, the listeners. Um, Scott Mitchell but, had that ugly face mask that came down to his chest plate. Listen, it was about this long. Barry, Barry retired because of the the mess in Detroit, bro. He so retired early for that, and so it's like Stafford has been thugging, trying to get it done, and he realized, like, bro, I gotta get out of here. See, but that's the same. Pl- See, Barry, all time great. Megatron. All time great. He got but out of there. But listen, we understood when they wanted to get out. Is Matt Stafford all time great or is he it getting that? But it doesn't matter. Okay, wait, wait, wait. He don't want to waste his career. Do, 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 
do he got to be all time great to realize? Hey, this yeah. shit is fucked up. Yeah. That's like that's like somebody being with the Bengals. Hey, <laughs> do you you got to be all time great to be like, hey, this, this ain't it. Shit. No, <laughs> you ain't got to be all time great to be smart. And he paid his dues, so he is learning from. I don't want to retire here like they did. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna learn from a great. And guess what? Maybe I might become great because I didn't follow in their footsteps and stay here till I retired. So we know that Matt Stafford is good. He has the potential to be great, but now he now he got a coach who people say are a genius. Cannon don't think so. I think he's a genius and. His organization and and how he calls plays, but as far as drawing up plays, I think they're the same plays we've seen in the NFL before. Um, that was our guy Junior. Junior was going off, so we had to give Junior his praise. Junior finally followed the direction. Oh, yeah. nah, nah, that, that's my Junior guy. Is. That's my guy, Evy, man. That's that's what Junior he go is. by, Evy. That's what he said. He put Evy first. I'm like, whoa, there's got to be somebody else, man. But then we put Joey. I'm like, okay, I see I mean, him. He, he VSU. We go back. Yeah, going Detroit is still Detroit. That's uh, that's, that's that's Mark. That's Mark. Um, bro, for real too. Mark introduced me to Abby. Okay. Hey, Matt Stafford don't seem like the Seven Mile Campanella kind of motherfucker, if you know what I mean. So maybe he do need to get the fuck. Out. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <son. laughs> I'm just saying. He yeah. went to school with Papa Doc though. No, he went to school. No, him and Clayton went to a. They probably went to a private school. Private school. You call it? You call it? I'm pretty sure it's not in Detroit, man. <laughs> they went. They from L.A. They got to be from L.A., man. Hey, because I'm gonna tell you like I'm gonna tell you like this in Detroit. The good school that all like the athletes come out of is Cass Tech, but it ain't like they the people from Cass Tech in Detroit come from the suburbs of Detroit. Now they come. They come from. They come from there, so they just happen to be in a place where, hey, you know what? I'm kind of smart, or you know what? I can I can play some goddamn football or some basketball. I so Detroit I is a different place. from Texas, man. Yeah, no, Stafford from Texas. They from Texas. How many fat fat caps y'all got? Y'all got any? Do y'all have any? If y'all don't, um, have yeah, any, I didn't. Did, did, did I text y'all? Did I text y'all one? Didn't I text y'all one? No. Oh. All right, go ahead. Act, go ahead. Ask y'all factor cap. I got one. No, no, we don't have one. Eric has one, and I didn't want you to play the intro thing. We had more coming after that, but that's all. Oh I no, no, no. I, got, I got one. I got one. I got one. Hill. It's the one. It's the one. He got the. It, it was in the group, but I'm, I'm gonna ask it. You know what? Fuck it. We about to play this factor cap music because you know what? It's time for America's favorite motherfucking game show. Fact or yeah. Somebody get it. All right, God damn it. So let's All see. All right, that's Bo. There you go. Fact the, fact the cap. Stafford is the piece that takes the Rams to the bowl next year. It's cap for me. It's cap for me. I mean, I mean, it. it's like a John Gruden visor maybe. Like I ain't gonna say it's complete cap. They, <laughs> they got they, a chance. They got a chance. I will say they that. got a chance because they made it mm-hmm. to they made it to the playoffs yeah. with Jared Goff and Jared yeah. Goff got hurt and all of that stuff. So like I said, you know what? 
things can change and you know what they might get some pieces so i think that it, it, it it's like it ain't covering the complete dome stafford be nick but it's, too, a, man. it's a visor it's a visor you dig what i'm saying stafford so i ain't gonna say too. it's complete cap because the nfc because honestly bro the nfc is wide open it's wide open bro yeah Twilight. The reason, they got a lot of see, but see the thing about them this year though, Brandon Staley, which I praise, he gone, he's gone. But wasn't so, that his first year last year? Yeah, but he took that defense to to a whole nother level other than than Wade did. But they brought in um, what's our guy? What's our guy? Um, he took over um, Atlanta, um, interim job, Raheem Morris. He's the defensive coordinator, so I'm confident that he'll keep the defense. A float. And he's a DB guy, so I think that that's secondary. A, like, but guy. they're going to lose. They're going to lose some key pieces on this defense. So, as, as who they losing? Like, um, the safe that they um James Johnson. Yeah, James Johnson. He was a he was a, he was very underrated. But I think having Definitely Troy, very like, underrated. I, I think I think your cousin Troy Hill is an underrated piece. He's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen him close like, up, man. I like Troy Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's gonna be an underrated. I, I think he's gonna be an underrated piece, man. And uh, Black, man, hey Sean, we that wasn't the one. I, that wasn't the one I was. Okay, to. but yeah, nah. So I think I think that defense with some of the talent that they had and who would who knows what they can add depending on who decides you know i may want to go ring chase and i see this as an opportunity and for some reason that's certain certain teams understand how to manipulate the cap Mm -hmm. and and the rams are one of those teams limited cap space bro who know how to manipulate the cap so i think that with, with them with them and their understanding of manipulating the cap who knows who they can go out and get in free agency and just make that defense more potent and maybe, you know, add to the offense, add to weapons and things like that. So, once again, I ain't going to say it's cap. I think it's a visor. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We got another one from my guy, Tori, fantasy uh, champ. Bradley Bill is happy in D.C. and doesn't want to leave. Back to cap. Fam, I, lived in D- I lived in D.C. and I didn't yeah. want to leave. And if it's – let me not do that – I will not incriminate myself on this podcast, but <laughs> I will say I think that he may not want to leave, but I know someone who knows his lady, mm-hmm. and she wants him to leave. She been wanting to leave, and so and, and so what leave. what what what's what's going to make your life the most difficult? You wanting to be somewhere, or your lady not wanting to be that place that you want to be? Listen. He want to leave. I think that he don't want to go about it like other NBA players have. So he's saying what he's supposed to say in the media. And I'm going to let my agent do the work, bro, because that's what's going to happen anyway. So it's like, what's the point of putting it all out there and making me look like the bad guy? I just want to keep balling, putting up big numbers, raising my stock up. Hopefully we win in the meantime. And if we trend to winning, I'll stay. But if, if not... Do your job, agent. Eric says Bill wants to get paid, and like I've told Hill and Cannon before, he's paid already. Like sometimes, sometimes you getting paid is gonna put you in this situation. That's why. Because what? guess what? Washington is the team that can actually pay, pay you yeah. pay you the most with the bird rights and all of that shit. So if you want to get paid, yeah, Washington is where it's gonna be. Hey, DC ain't that bad. 
The team is. The city ain't. So, can I ask my factor cap? Uh, he got a player. So he got an option. This year, coming up, right? So you know he's going to turn that down for a mega. So he got a player option this year. So he ain't really. He can. He can. That'll let me further know. Mm-hmm. But. Fact, because he loved it. He loved DC. I mean, DC lit. But as I feel you. Oh, well, I, I got a, I got a question here, Mark, Dave, the crusher mm-hmm. of galaxies. Mm-hmm. Bill wants to go about it the right way, but see how ownership and fans did. Wall, he don't want to go out like that. What's the right way? Please, I I, I need to I, enlighten me on the politically what, correct way. But what's it's that? Is there there was a time when players just went through their agent, didn't make a lot of noise, and got the moves that they wanted. Like now, it's like. Everybody believes I got to use the media, like like how Harden did. You kind of got you to, though. You don't, bro. No, he could have went no. behind closed doors with his agent and said, I want out of no. here. And we could have just woke up to a blockbuster trade. I'm going to say this. You don't have to go to the through the media if you're going to get your contract and all of that stuff. And, like, and he didn't resign. He didn't have to go through his – he didn't have to go through that. But – if he's in the like, if he signs this contract and then he wants to get out in the midst of the contract, yeah, sometimes you're gonna have to make a stink. Yeah, but he know he's not in that predicament. He's at the end of a contract with the player option, so it's like yeah, at, at the I, end of this, at the end of so, this year. So like, if if you want to go now, then so you kind of gotta. So to Mark's point, ain't no point of me. Being in the media saying that I don't want to be here. Plus, that alienates me from my team because what I am is still a winner, bro. I don't want them to start hating me and the team to go downhill. Like, we already trying our best. You feel me? Let's just keep that going. They see me out there balling. I don't want nothing other than that than me. It's also a media media manipulation of once a player requests a trade. Mm -hmm. They always do this. He can easily just say... You can easily just say, hey, I want to trade. The next thing you know it, all the media onslaught comes in. Next thing you know it, all the reports, all this and that. Is it true that you want to trade, Bradley? It's a lot of media manipulation that mm-hmm. goes on within trade requests. Because a lot of people have made simple trade requests. Yeah. And the media has taken it over and made That's it true. seem way bigger and different yeah. than what it was. That's right. So I think so, you're trying to avoid all of that. That's that's my take on it. And I, you know, I agree with Mark. Factor cap, Miami Heat make the playoffs since Jimmy Butler is a superstar. He'll the funny thing about the <laughs> Oh, it's funny, right? <laughs> it's funny, right? That's your favorite player. Hell yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, y'all, but do y'all realize he hasn't been playing? We know yep. he's been out. No, 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 It's all funny games. It's we get real, though. Bro, can, I, can, can I please answer, answer first? No, like, don't answer, can, don't answer nothing. I'm going to laugh. Y'all realize he hasn't been playing, though, right? Yes. Bro, we so, know, the, so, we know, so directly bro. to Sean, where the hell was everybody else? Because you was hyping up Bam and everybody else other than Jimmy, and they ass been losing. But the fact that Jimmy has been playing, they look like some shit. Trash. And he got all the way to the finals, which I was trying to tell you. He is a superstar, Sean. I try to tell Sean, you. That. Sean, Sean, Sean. the fact that they're going to get to the playoff because Jimmy back. So, what are you talking about? That's uh-huh. one of the most. Talk that shit. If we really talk, if we really want to be honest about the Heat, they've been the most hit team with COVID. 
Nobody yeah. wants to, like I say, we, nobody's a Heat fan anymore because Braun left. But let's be honest, they've been the most heat, hit team with COVID. They've been in protocol a lot. Like I said, Jimmy hasn't been playing, and they've looked like some shit. Man, this shit, this shit is a pure fact. Jimmy is going like Jimmy back. Them motherfuckers gonna get to the playoffs because the bottom five seeds in the East right now are the Hawks, Celtics. I mean, the Hawks, Cavaliers, Hornets, Bulls, and Knicks. And with I the have, play, and with the hey, playing game that they have the this Knicks year, all you got to do is get to the ten seed, and they gonna get to the playoffs. They're Shout getting to, to the, the playoffs, Knicks, man. You know where to find me. You know where I to have, find me, bro. Show. If, if it's the Heat, if it's the Heat versus the Knicks, I'm going to BetOnline.ag, and I'm dropping some. Bread, cause I ain't finna put, I ain't finna put no trust in the motherfucking Knicks. Yeah, no. we did skip. Um, did we skip? Um, yeah. Now, cause fact, the damn comments was bugging. That's what my fault. Where we at? There we go. If, no. if, if Brady wins he, on he Sunday, said he said he's gonna finish his contract. Yeah, I'm about to say so, this. This is cap. this is an easy cap. He this is an easy cap. He playing. He says he won't play till he's 45, and I believe him. And barring that, a major that, injury, that's some stubborn ass. <laughs> stubborn. You know what? Because he know his his legacy is intact. Bro, regardless, I'm still happened. good. Yeah. I see yeah. for other people who suck. He's he's still good, bro. This is personal. This is personal for him. Like this is for me. For me. If I was to win this game, oh yeah, I'm, I'm done. I've been left. I'm this, out. This is like this isn't a factor cap, but I would like to just say something to change the narrative that I've been seeing. Can can people stop typing that Brady took a, a team like with nothing to the Super Bowl? Can we not <laughs> act like like the, like this team was pure trash? If everyone thought that Jameis Winston was the worst quarterback on planet Earth for throwing thirty interceptions. And that team went seven and nine. Can we still? Can we not act like Brady went to the Jets or the Bengals? I mean, it's still impressive. I don't care. I don't care if they were Super Bowl contenders last year and Brady left New England and got them to the Super Bowl. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's like it's the most impressive thing that I've seen, bro. Ten Super Bowls. I think it's the most impressive okay. feat oh. I've seen in all the sports. Bro. I thought you were about to say get. I thought you were about to say getting this team to the Super Bowl. I was gonna be like, wait a minute. No, but yeah, no, 10, I'm just saying. Yeah, going to going to, going to going to ten Super Bowls, going to ten Super Bowls is extremely impressive. Um, I don't know if we got any other factor cap. I want to get to mine. How about you got to get to yours at this point? All right. So it, this one's already been in the group, but I think we need to to discuss this factor cap. Luka Doncic is less less athletic. Russell Westbrook. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> What the, hell, what the hell does that mean? I don't I don't know what that means. As far as the numbers that he puts up, the way he pad like I won't say pads the stats, but the way he fills up the box score. I mean, you look at the way that Luka Doncic scores. I'm saying cap. Seven seven threes a game? How many he make? Doesn't matter. If he needs it. He's going to make it. That's the thing about but, him. Like, but, but that's but that's my my thing is. I've been I've been rough on Russell Westbrook. Yes, plenty of other, plenty of other people are rough on West, Russell Westbrook. Yes, they have. When are we going to be rough on Luca? Because nope. I I, I, I think, exactly, and, and that's and that's my and what that's is it, my eight and that, year that, career difference between the two. 
Okay, but let me finish. Let me finish. Wait, wait, oh, wait. So that's my that's my point. Everybody loved Russell Westbrook. He played so hard. This, this, and that. When KD left, all KD was soft. Russell Westbrook got hard. This, this, and that. He gonna go for it. Hey, now they bashing Russ. They bashing the style that Russ play. Mm-hmm. So, so, oh, I, I don't run from that. So what what I'm saying is, nah, when is you about to step on this stage? <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Because I'm not talking to you, AJ. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Can't okay, okay, I'm about to say. You always hate for people to praise people too early. Too early. God. And I'm not saying praise him, but I'm saying don't but compare boy. him to Russ. But, boy, I mean, they had – Luca was ready to get – I never told him. Have you ever heard me just praise not, him and cry him? But I want you to – I want but you to sit up and say cap was, was a comparison to Russ. And I don't oh, think God. that's fair to either one of those players because if you're going to compare them, you got to compare third-year Russ to third-year Luca. It's time to put Luca ass on the fire though. But what I'm saying, if you put them third third year together, I'm taking Luca. No, no, no. I'm with you. I I said Cap as well, but I'm still not zipping um, Luca. I'm good. Everybody had him best point guard. I I never said that. MVP. You know, you know what I'm a proponent of. I gotta see you do this for multiple years before I crown you on anything. So I don't, I don't, I I hate flashing the pants. Like that's why I never liked David Johnson. You feel me? <laughs> a lot of people were sold on him and was sold on him four or five years after that season, still but, thinking that it can happen. Now no. This is the problem. This is the pro- these comments right here. I'm gonna read them. Who has Luca had on his team? That's when KD left, who had? Who did Russ have? Hold on. And then I got Junior Porzingis. He been underperforming for years. You give Luca another star, and they might run the table. All right. of the time, all of no, 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 no. Those are true. Those are true. Not debating those parts. Those, those are true. Those are also can be viewed as excuses because yes. if Luca is Luca is as great as everybody want to put him on the pedestal. Ad, he would have got him over the hump, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't look as shitty as they look. I, I'm agreeing. Like, I'm so, agreeing with that. What we're not gonna do? We're gonna put him. We're gonna hold him accountable, like we hold everybody. Else accountable since uh-huh. you want to put him on the pedestal that high, he here now. So uh-huh. now it's time to get that scrutiny, and we ain't shying away from none of that. Uh-huh. And like, and like, like I've said before, like that's why it's, to me, I don't give out that superstar label to everybody because to me, me a, a superstar, if you a superstar, that means I don't care what team you go to in the league, people be like, that team got a chance. Jimmy just got it. Jimmy just got it, right? And they still so, want to get and, it. And see, and this is the thing that people forget, right? Because so many people are Steph Curry fans now. Very few of these people were Steph Curry fans in 2009. In 2010, when Monte Ellis was sick of him. He was sick of Steph, bro. And the league wrote Steph off. And credit to Steph because Steph got his ankles done and reinvented himself. He started doing that that routine with the basketball. He turned himself into a superstar seven years after the fact. So it's like, if it took Steph seven years, one, I'm willing to give Luka the time to become a superstar. But in the same aspect, I'm not going to let them crown him early and and say that he's a superstar, but then try to avoid the superstar criticism. Like Hill said, if y'all want to crown him, 
then he is who we thought he, he's who we thought he was and y'all let him and, off the hook <laughs> and that's why and that's why i talk about russ the way i do it's not that i hate russ i don't hate russ you hate yeah. russ. Yo, yo. You, you you hate russ you, when, when, when 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 they talk about oh how many MVP? He averaged triple doubles. Like he's the MVP. He look what he did. I'm That's like, impressive, okay, bro. Okay, so yeah, but that that is extremely impressive. But I'm gonna call out the things that you do that aren't impressive. See what I'm saying? Look, look what, what look, no, put what Mark said up there because he what? knows about 09 oh. when nobody likes Steph Curry Who's but Steph me. Man? Nobody. We I used to tell people they used to be like he's a bum. He's a bum. And these are people that we know now. The one. <laughs> uh, people that we know now who are saying that he's okay. one of the best so, ever. Yeah, I, I, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. Steph wasn't, Steph wasn't dubbed the next LeBron in year two. But you know what? Who was dubbed the next LeBron? Luka. Like, like, and, like, and, and that's what I'm saying. So, if you, so, if, so my whole thing is if you want to be dubbed the next LeBron in year two, I'm going to criticize you like LeBron when LeBron came LeBron into the league in year two. Because LeBron, <laughs> LeBron, LeBron was the next Jordan in high school when he was 16. So people dubbed, people dubbed LeBron to be on that, on that pedestal from the jump. He didn't have no time to come in and get used to the game and stuff like that. LeBron literally had to do it from day one. And look what LeBron did with that shitty-ass uh, – Cavs team in his first in his first two years versus what Luca's doing, yeah. and I think Luca has a little bit more talent than Bron did. Bron had Gooden, but I mean at the end of the day, Gooden, poor poor Zingis, <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened to um, poor Zingis. He, he yo oh. he's he's a seven footer or six eleven whatever. That ACL injury hurt him, bro, because he was a very agile and mobile big who could stretch to the wing, and now. I mean, he can still do it, but it's not the same, bro. Like some some people are are never gonna recover from those soft tissue injuries. And bro, I'm sorry. People that are above seven foot, I don't have faith in them being long term stars. It's hard. There, there, it's very there, hard. There's there, there's always anomalies, but especially like Shaq. the 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 seven the seven foot skinny guys, they get hurt, bro. Now that's they get the main hurt. thing. Now that's the main team out of all the teams that need to make a move for Bradley Bill if if, if he's available. Mm-hmm. The Mavericks need to make the a Mavericks move. need to make that move. I and on top of I, that, I don't want to see that, bro. I got a I got a I got an insider tip. I'll talk to you off the show. I do not want to see Bradley Bill on the Mavericks, bro. But I mean, why we why we holding Luca accountable? Hey, Rick Carla, how long are you gonna be in um Dallas, bro? Damn, he still there. So, yeah. you know, I mean, they, and I like Rick they, Carla, but they, I mean. I they, like Rick Carlisle. They, they win, I, I've, seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've <laughs> they don't seen win, They haven't won championships, but it's like fire they him, fire him, they and then what? They wasn't winning till they got Luca though. They but I'm just sick. saying, fire him, and then what? It's time. It may be time. Hey, who, you, who, who, who you fired Mark Jackson and got Steve Kerr? Yeah. You can find somebody. And that was. Look, hey, I, ain't, hey, I don't even want to talk hey, about that, man. Hey, Mark Jackson had that team ready built that we thought hey. Luke Walton was good. But that's my point. That's my point. We've seen we've seen coaches win and get fired. Now, just like just, just, I said, hold okay, on the Okay, okay. That I, I want to segue to this point because we've seen good coaches get fired. Why aren't black coaches getting hired in the NFL? 
Bro, we already had an hour, bro. <laughs> Good goddamn. Y'all going anywhere? Hey, hey, Eric, Mark, Chris. Bro, Junior, y'all going, going anywhere? I, I, I am going somewhere. <laughs> but no, like, bro, it's Art Rooney the second came out and said what we said maybe two years ago, and people criticize us then. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to toot our home, but we have been way out in front of this Rooney rule. Man, we we looked at it when we first started this podcast, and I specifically said, if you're not going to do the rule to fidelity, then get rid of it. Essentially, mm-hmm. what the rule is, is just a check box. It's, a, it's almost like if you work for a major corporation, anybody who has a job at a major corporation right now in the last two years, your job has been sending you to diversity training. Now... Jobs never did that, but all of a sudden, all jobs are starting to send, especially if you work at a big company, you're going to diversity training because it's a check box. That's all it is. So it's like it makes the people who send the bag down feel better. At least we've been giving people opportunities. But if you're just checking a box with no intention to hire them, then get rid of the rule because I know for a fact. There is some black assistant coaches and coordinators in this league that are better than some of these head coaches' hirings that we've seen. And are they better? Remains yet to be seen. So let me take that back. They are more qualified right now than some of these head coaches' hires. And it's the same thing. So you know I'm just not sticking with black. It's the same thing that I said about Steve Nash. There were white coaches that were overlooked for because that was a popular hire. You see what I'm saying? Just because of the name and the attention that he's going to bring. But you overlook some good NBA assistants, black and white, to hire this man. And I think that might be a mistake on the Nets part. My before, thing before, is... Before, all, right, before, before. all right, my thing is, we what we've talked about is the goalposts always moving. Mm-hmm. When we talked about the, when we talked about the Rooney Rule, we talked about oh how we need to get a pipeline because they keep black like they keep black people out of these offensive coordinator positions. No black people are considered a guru. And when you have a good young quarterback, because the quarterback is the most you know important position on the field right now. It's a passing league. It's a quarterback's league. When you get that quarterback, you want your quarterback to have uh, a relationship with his offensive coordinator slash head coach. And that's why we talked about, you know, the Buccaneers getting rid of Lovey for Dirk Cutter and then they went to the to the shit. But here's my thing about moving the goalposts. You have a uh, a quote unquote up and coming young quarterback with the Chargers. Everyone thinks that Justin Herbert might be the guy. They go for Brandon Staley, who's on the defensive side, he's a def- he was a defensive coordinator only for a year. Yes, he actually was a college quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. But my whole thing is, what have you proved on the offensive side of the ball? Bruce Arians came out and talked about how Byron Leftwich couldn't even get an interview. But I've seen coaches who have coached with Sean McVay never called plays. They just happened to be a quarterback coach. They were just in the room. They got interviews. Nick Sirianni, I mean, we didn't necessarily talk about him as lighting the league on fire with that Colts offense. 
Nobody thought about him being the, you know, the new hot coordinator. And he didn't think he was a new hot coordinator because this motherfucker was on vacation. Didn't even have a suit ready for an interview for a head coach. If I'm on vacation and I'm like, you know what? Somebody might be calling me for a job. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to at least take a suit. That motherfucker didn't think he was going to get a job. Mm-hmm. And so my whole thing is they will do they will do everything in their power to find a white dude that we've never heard of and get the hot young guy. But as a black as a black dude, you got to go through the works. And so, um, Eric, I get you. In all fairness, you don't think Byron Leftwich is a good coordinator. He's a Super Bowl coordinator. But he's a Super Bowl coordinator. And how many of those are around? Exactly. Do you? Do, Dan Campbell got the job. He got the job in Detroit. Do you think he's? Let me ask you. Do you think he's a good coordinator? We don't know because he's never been a coordinator. <laughs> do you think Zach Taylor is a good coordinator? We don't know because he was a interim offensive coordinator under who? Dan Campbell. <laughs> because some Joe Philbin got fired, so he got promoted. But you said, so, you, I mean, you set Eric up because it said, I mean, Eric earlier said they're not getting hired because they're black. Like, yeah, no, he did. But, but, but yeah, I'm saying, he did say but, that. But so I'm yeah, just saying, but, you got to get full context when, and for the listeners that's not watching the live. Okay, okay. no, I get that. I get that. But what I'm saying is, how many not good coordinators we've seen get jobs? A lot. But when we had Hugh on here, what was one of the questions that I asked him? I said, if the hiring process is based off relationships, who do you have a relationship with? That's right. Right. That's now, right. Now, Matthew, he might not disclose all his relationships. I know he said Marvin. Cool. But my question was, I'm like, who do you have a relationship with? Because everybody that's been hired, more well, majority of the people that's been hired, have a relationship with somebody, or they're a part of this hiring firm mm-hmm. that gets people hired. Mm-hmm. Deion Sanders said he didn't even know anything about this hiring firm. Mm-hmm. Until he already had his job. So that's already so if you're not even in consideration of being in consideration yeah, of the hiring firm, you can't even get to the relationship part. So we already and, we already put us back. So I'm asking why, you, how do we build relationships? I asked y'all this last year when we had this um Rooney Rule uh, um conversation. As I said, how are we going to build a relationship? Because everything is built off relationship. Kenny highlighted said Fortune 500 countries, co- companies, right? You said that, right? Mm-hmm. Even them, they can have exquisite resumes, top-notch mm-hmm. resumes. They still don't get in the door mm-hmm. without a relationship. Yeah. Even if they still got a top resume, they still got all that. Because you can't come in the door without all that. I mean, mm-hmm. some people... Some people still no, you can't come in the door. You, you're right, bro. You can't even get in the door without but I'm all saying, that. But it's mm-hmm. still a relationship. So how are we going to build this relationship? Once again, you say you want to get rid of the running rule. I'm not one of the ones that want it because we're not even going to get it. We're not. They're not even going to consider us if we don't have the running rule. Oh, absolutely. We need to, They need to implement prerequisites at this point. You have to be a coordinator, or you have to be a coordinator. At least minimum so, two years. We got, we got, the, we got, the, we got to do that. And I don't care white or black, purple, green, whoever. If you are, if your ass is not a coordinator, if for at least minimum two seasons, you don't need to be in the head coaching position. You already skipping steps. Come on now. Yeah. But that's, but that's the thing. It's certain, it's certain people that can skip steps, and it's certain people that can't. But here's my thing. We want to talk about relationships. Look around the league. What's most important in the league? Analytics. Where do they teach a lot of the analytics? Ivy League schools. Mm-hmm. If 
to get into coaching, guess what? You need to, if you want to have analytics and be a coach, you're going to have to come from an Ivy League school and you're going to have to take a $30,000 job. If I'm a black man from an Ivy League school, I am a fucking unicorn. You think I'm about to take a $35,000 scouting job or a quality control coach? Listen, it's, it's, it's Black History Month. We are one of the we are we are one of the few podcasts that's actually had a black NFL coach on here, and we asked him this question, and he flat out told us his answer was the goalpost is going to always Absolutely. move. Absolutely, he says. Absolutely, when when he talked about that firm, if if we now start joining the firm, they're just going to put another stipulation in front of that. They'll just stop using that firm to hire if that firm starts. Offering mostly black candidates or That's even half black candidates. They're just going to move and change the policy. And that's the way the league has been since the beginning of time. I don't see the league changing in the near future, unfortunately. Here, here's, my here's my thing. Here's my thing. You can't tell billionaires what to do yeah. at the end of it. You cannot. You, you can. cannot tell them. So, so, so it, it's, it's, we, we can't keep complaining at this point. Because that's, I mean, I think. My thing that's is, it, like, yeah, we can't we can't keep complaining, but what the fuck can we do? Because if you think about it, it's literally just the black quarterback conversation moved to the head coaches. Because remember, have, black quarterback. There's because a black black quarter black quarterbacks couldn't get jobs in the NFL because they felt like, oh, our white players ain't gonna listen to them. We can't have a black quarterback as the face of our team. Our fans aren't going to listen to this person. Our team isn't going to be motivated by this guy. Now it's our head coach. He can't be the face of this team. He can't go out here and do these interviews for us because he doesn't know what he's doing. He's not. He's not smart enough. He he doesn't. He doesn't fit the mold or whatever the case may be. And that's what, and honestly, that is what we're seeing. We're seeing the black quarterback conversation go to the black head coach conversation. It's always been there for years, mm-hmm. but now guess what? It's more polit- like it's, it's more popularized because now we're talking about it every day. And what, what I what I completely hate is how every single season we're having the same conversation. Correct. We talk we talk about how the media has so much control and they, they control narratives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you're not putting enough pressure to make owners speak out up against it. Because guess what? Now you're asking Pat Mahomes to come out. You're asking Bruce Arians to come out. You're asking Andy Reid to talk about it. No, they're not hiring the black head coaches. You need to talk to these owners. But there's Jerry, Jones talk, Jerry Jones talks to the radio every every week. Mm-hmm. Robert Kraft talks to the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, all these mm-hmm. – like, you need to start You need to start asking these owners why – why Cal why, – hey, Cal McNair, how did this uh, – how did your chaplain become your GM? Mm-hmm. How, how does someone who was making – how was somebody – who was, you know, leading your team in the pregame players become a, a decision maker? I ain't never seen no black but dude listen, do that in, in nothing. I've never seen no water boy. It's a waste of time, bro. Correct. Everything that black people have ever achieved in life, they had to take it. Same thing with white people. Anything they've ever achieved in life, you had to take it. You would never get justice. This Malcolm X said this. You would never get justice by asking for it. You feel me? So... Tony Dungy has showed black people the blueprint on how to get other black people into the league. When you become a head coach, you have to reach back and put those coaches on. Let me. So Tony Dungy has a tree of six head coaches. I'm going to read them off. 
Hey, oh, I'm sorry. Hold, hold on, real quick. Let me. Let me I just, I just want to get to this junior. I want to get to so he's put on her. So leave it up there. He's he's put her Matt was on. He's put Rod Miller Marinelli on. He's put Lovey Smith on. He's put on Jim Caldwell. He's put on Mike Tomlin, and he's put on Leslie Frazier. Now, when you look at those other coaches, who have you put on? Mm-hmm. Who have you put on? So when we look at the issue of black coaches, we got to start right there. Black coaches, next time you get hired and you have any responsibility where you can do some hiring, it's your obligation to put black coaches on. Nepotism is the way of the world. That's how they do it. That's how we got to do it. And until we follow Tony Dungy's blueprint, we're going to keep having this same conversation every year. But it's flawed, Cannon, because, yes, you, you we got we got to put black coaches on. But look at Bruce Arians' staff. Everywhere Bruce Arians go, he hired black folks. No, he does. Look at Dan Campbell's staff. Dan Campbell put he put, put he put all the brothers together. Mm-hmm. And they're like, even still, even if you get a black person on your staff who is, you know, I, I can't, like, I won't say worthy, but is in that conversation of my accolades and my resume is on par or better than the people that I am on par with, then guess what? I should, like, I should be there. Cause we're, we're talking about look at, like, look at the staff, look at, Look at who, you know, look at Tony Dungy's blueprint, but look at look at um Leslie Frazier and what he's did. Look at look what Jim Caldwell did in Detroit. Jim Caldwell got the Lions to the playoffs and we don't think shit about the but Lions. But it ain't about look, getting look, them to the look, playoffs, bro. But, but it's, that's what I'm saying. It's, no, it's, okay, so, it's about, so Eric Bienemy. Eric Bienemy, what? But listen, bro, it's about changing the narrative. Those were just head coaches that I told you. That, that he put on. I didn't even get into his other lineage of his tree. You see what I'm saying? So Harry Bont- Harry Bontefelli and Sidney Portier said the same thing when they became when they became actors, right? They always got bad roles, like a black gangster or a black criminal or a black person that was gonna be arrested. And they said their family starved turning down those roles because they knew for the culture they had to turn down those roles and only accept the role where a black person would be the lead detective, a lawyer, somebody that was educated. They took that sacrifice. So if we're you're saying how are we gonna make a change? I'm saying if we're waiting on other people to make the change for us, it is never gonna happen. We got to make the change for ourselves, and that's the only way that we're going to ever level the playing field. I'm with you 100% once we get the job. Yeah, no, like, I'm saying. Yeah, when yeah, I said, like, of course you got to yeah. get the job. And then, like you said, you do your part after that because, like you said, you could, once you fired me, you got to fire the whole staff, like you said. But there's been some black coaches who have got the job and have not. not that was my point. Yeah, that, Those that black not, coaches are the – that's where the ball is dropping. And so if they're dropping the ball, how can you say to a white man, why aren't you hiring black players? He's like, look at these black these black people who have hiring power aren't hiring black players. Or black coaches, my bad. So it's but like... Fact, but that the simple fact that, like I said, if we started, if they started making it a prerequisite, if you got to be a coordinator, you can even be the a best, best... No, that was the best solution that you said. You can even be a special teams coordinator. I don't give a damn. Coordinating mm-hmm. two years, like you said, no. and then oh, that's that the best point, solution. Then at that point, see, then we can see 
we were like, you know what? We see his work. We and see put, his resume. We can see what he do. So then we won't really be upset. We can be like, you know what? I can understand why he got that job. I can see why he got that job. Oh, he may should have got that job over him. I get it. But uh, I can see why they went with him. Like, you can see it. Like, for prime example, you can see why Arthur Smith got a job. He did yeah. a good job at yeah. see. You know what I'm saying? You can see that. Like, But but you can see Robert Salah getting a job in, with the Jets. You be like, you mm-hmm. know what? You did a good job. Yeah. But what you can't see is Nick, Nick Sariani or whatever his name is. You can't my, see that. My, my, th- and my thing is, my thing is coaching, tree, co- co- coaching trees plays a, a big part in stuff, right? And we see a lot of like coaches, they get jobs based off of their coaching tree. Um, like how many – like Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell was – Sean Payton's assistant head coach. He was never a coordinator, but he was an assistant head coach. And so people believed in him and they figured, okay, get, you know what? He's He's been with a coach with an offense that we feel, hey, you got a pedigree. If this Houston job wasn't as shitty as we've prepared, like we've thought it to be. Was David Cully gonna get a head job? Hell, man, that boy sixty five and sixty five. He's sixty five years old, but guess what? He was he's he's been Andy Reid's assistant head coach before, so I don't think that I, I, he was never gonna get a head coaching job unless this job was as shitty as advertised. He's gonna get this five year deal. He's gonna be seventy years old, and then guess what? He's gonna retire and get this head coaching money and walk off in the sunset. Right, three men leaving JDF linking up. So, what you say, Ken? I was gonna say Ooh. like that's a Ooh. fact what JDF said. But um, when when Mark Dave said down here, his Tomlin has no control over his staff. Ownership has full control, and see that's that's one of the problems, right? Now, okay, that might be true, right? But you have influence, Mike Tomlin. You've been in that building for years, for years now, and you you can't go upstairs and say, listen. We need to bring this person in as coordinator, or we need to. But that's my point. That was my point about. That was my point earlier when I said that they don't believe that we can be decision. You gotta make them believe, bro. How? How? Question, so, question, 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 go, question, ahead, question. go ahead. Go ahead. The Rooney Rule is named after them. Exactly. So if so you're not selling them, that's on you. Yeah, like so. If I had that job for, listen, if you give me a job for 12 years, 13 years, however long he's been over there, somebody in that damn building with with authority will be listening to me by now. Especially. Not necessarily. Listen, I, listen that's what you're saying. I'm trying to tell you, any no. building that Cannon has ever been in for a long amount of time, people of importance listen to me, bro. Because oh, that's the way that I have carried hey, myself. And I have made so. Even if I went there and they told me, you're not going to have no say-so on this. That, I will keep proving them and keep point. saying it. Just like I used to do to y'all. What I used to say when we wanted to start a pod. Get the pod. After everything. Until it became so annoying that Hill said, damn it, get the, get the pod. And so I do that on my job. I keep saying, hey. Look, look at Cannon doing this better than everybody else. Look but at Cannon my, but that's, doing but that's this better thing. than everybody Maybe y'all should that. listen to Cannon. And eventually they're going to say, we, you know what? We can listen to Cannon. But guess what? Bro, you're not, they you're, you're will not, too. You're, you're not trying to convince billionaires on something. Bro, yes, not, I am. Like, I am trying to convince who? billionaires. That, look, I, bro, bro, I work for it, a large corporation. I'm trying to convince that, billionaires, bro. Is it working? Yes. <laughs> yes, it, I, it well, is working. Well, well, well. <laughs> 
Well, the motherfuckers <laughs> who create Kraft Cheese and all these other motherfuckers who own these NFL teams, they not listening because once again, it, to false. me, but but no, it's no, not. No, 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 I'm about the comment. I'm talking about the comment, bro. I'm sorry. I, oh, okay, okay. So, because my whole thing is Tomlin is still getting coaches added to his staff that he didn't necessarily want, but you get a motherfucker like Bill O'Brien go down to Houston and get all the power in the motherfucking world. You see what I'm saying? Because so he demanded, he negotiated for that. No, he got, he got, he got the white skin. I mean, the right skin to actually be able to negotiate at the table for it. I'm sorry, I'm going. I'm like, I'm really going. Like, look, we can. We're not, we're like, no, 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 because we we can't we can't dance around this. You can't. We can't Tyler say. Went to school with the last offensive coordinator. He went to school. He worked with Keith Butler before. These are two people that he brought on his staff that he has a relationship with. That's why we're not about to continue to let. Bro, I can't. I can't bro, like, but, he had but, a relationship with okay, but yeah, if, 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 bro, if if just just because some other people come in that I may have had a relationship. In. If you're putting someone on my staff that I don't want, that means I don't have total control. If you can bring somebody in here that I don't you agree with, it's the it's, 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 for it, bro. If you bro, accept bro, it year in and you year think, out, you, you would never Tom, do it. Bro, you think Tomlin didn't say, "Nah, I don't want him," and they didn't they didn't have veto power? Yeah, yeah, yeah they they can bro, they can and, they can and, make and, me and like and they can be like you have to be willing. To leave, bro, in order to get it. No one told him he had to stay there. He chose to stay there. But this that's my, but that's hold on, let, me, let me finish. But he didn't let leave because he exactly. So if you want to make those changes, when don't when Dungey went there and he told him, he said, "Listen, this is how it's gotta be if you want me, or else you don't get me." He bet on himself. Now, Mike Thomas said, "I'm." I'm he took a different approach to get his job. He said, "I'll do whatever y'all say." That's his choice, bro. But what I'm telling you is that if we are going to stop having this conversation year in and year out, it's going to take for people like Mike Tomlin to step up and buck the system, bro. Okay. That's the so only if, way. If, 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 Mike, if Mike Tomlin said, you know what? Y'all not hiring enough black coaches in the NFL. Fuck y'all. I'm out. Do you think that's going to be any incentive for them to hire black coaches? Are they just going to be like, you know what? All right, we'll promote your white coaches. They already aren't hiring black coaches, bro. Like, so, it can't so leaving, get any worse. Leaving, bro, leaving, leaving is not going to get anything done. Bro, when they, they suck. Like, oh, fuck you. Bro. What do you, you mean if, leaving that? If, 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 the, if the people that created the Rooney Rule is you. not up, not thank a guarantee you. the Rooney Rule, thank and he bring, he bring that to their attention, mm -hmm. that's... Like I, I'm, Abraham, I'm bro. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, but bro, he didn't do it because he loved bro, black no, people. No, that's a great point, Hill. And that's why whenever I get into the room with these people of power, I always use what they say against Abraham, them. That's the only matter. No, you keep, hold on. You keep saying it don't matter, but it's working for some black people, bro. You cannot say that. And I'm not just talking about football. So if you use, they created the Rooney Rule, like Hill said. Y'all not living up to it yourselves. And if you continue not to live up, I'm gonna have to take my services elsewhere. If Tomlin leaves, he's a shoo-in to get another job. So, so it's like, leave, bro, and then go somewhere that's going to give you control and then hire who you want. But if I'm you just like, accept not, it every my, time. My issue, my issue is, my issue is not with if Tomlin leaves, he can go anywhere and get a job. My issue is not the motherfucker that we all, like, is the hot name that we all know can go get a job. Bro, my those issue are the ones is, that got to make the sacrifice. But my issue, my issue is with the running backs coach, the wide receiver coach, I'm not the quarterback coach. Those people to my, make sacrifices. My, but bro. no, 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 no. Let me finish. 
That's my issue. If we can pull out these random white coaches out of anywhere, the Nick Sirianni's and all of these motherfuckers, the Zach Taylors to get the jobs out of nowhere, and they ain't prove shit. The game But that's what I'm saying. So why the fuck are we up here sitting up here trying to have this conversation like we don't know that this shit is rigged? It's never going to so work. Bro, we, like, so, it's bro, ne- so it's listen, never going to work it's for rigged, it. It's never going to work for it. You have to you have to fight the system. And that's what no, I've been saying. You can't beat the motherfucker with trick dice. You can't. You can't beat the motherfucker with trick dice, bro. It's over. I don't care if you I don't I don't care if you I don't care if you call sevens. If a motherfucker got trick dice, it's gonna come up snake eyes. Bro. You're all fucked. I'm, all I'm saying is Tony Dungy did it, bro. And so you keep saying it's not possible. He did it. Bro. He did it. Black, he black, did it, bro. Black, Bro, the black coaches have winning records through bro, like, like the, the cumulative of black coaches it, have winning bro. records. It's not that we're not good coaches. Yeah, Tony Dungy, he they did like it. analytics, but, right? Bro, but I'm, but that's what I, but that's what I'm saying. saying. There's not there's he nothing there's there's nothing in the analytics to say that black coaches are worse than white coaches, and they love analytics, and we still not getting the job. They love prolific offices. We coach prolific offices, and I just we still told you not, why getting we're not getting it. They want they want bro. leaders of men. We lead the men. The but, league is seventy percent black, and we still not getting the job. Black people, AJ, why would I if I'm white? You see what I'm saying? Bro, I'm just, I'm not arguing your point. I'm just asking you to listen to mine for once, bro. I hear listen. you. So what I'm listen, saying it, but listen, it, but listen, bro, if, bro, if, if, if a if, black if, man, if, you're not listening, bro. If I do. a black man won't hire another black man, what incentive does a white man have to hire him? If a black man succeeds I'm under just the asking, white man, bro, I'm but no, asking. No, no, no. What incentive? If, if, a, if, if a black man succeeds under a black man and he's still not getting hired, what bro, incentive do they, they have to? They're not. I, I give up, bro. <laughs> I give up. You you got it on this one. We just got to keep. We got to stay the course. And we can talk about this next year. Episode 95. We can talk about it again next year. Episode 95. But we don't have to. It catches all major yeah. podcasts. I mean, we it's, it's going to be a reoccurring topic. That they, that Every they year. Make they make some changes. But they're not. And I just offered a, a sound change. And even AJ don't want that change. You see what I'm saying? I, yeah. As a as a black person, how, he don't want not, that change. I, he don't how, want how black people. How, how can you tell me I don't want the change when I've seen the, I, I've I've seen Tony Dungy bring in Jim Caldwell. I've seen Jim Caldwell come in from Tony Dungy But did Jim Caldwell get the same shake that uh, did he get that same? Did uh, he try to shake? do the same thing? I'm talking about Jim Caldwell in his job. He succeeded in his job and he got fired. Bro, he didn't succeed like Dungy, bro. Stop. He didn't. He succeeded better than Matt Patricia. I got it. I didn't give a fuck is, about that. Patricia is I gotta, done, bro, as a head coach. I got a devil's advocate for you, though. And we we gonna leave off that because I don't even want y'all to answer it, though. All right. What head coach um from the Steelers staff, from Mike Tomlin's staff, became a head coach? You might not Tom even Hill. want that damn job. Todd Haley was a job before he got there, bro. Mm-hmm. He ain't lead. No, he ain't lead. No, he ain't got a job. I, 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 I didn't hear I your said, question, my bad. Who became a head coach for Mike Tomlin's staff? Hmm. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. And that's my I point. Did. That's my exactly. point, AJ. That's my you can holler on, you know, this, this episode 95. Uh, you catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at 3.man.weave at gmail.com. Once again, this episode 95. <laughs>
No, no, no. That is true. But, but in Bruce Arians' defense, he became an offensive coordinator at somebody else's job first. Yeah. yeah. Before, but, but. But Eric, 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 Eric is the real deal. You the truth. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and look at Sean. Look at Sean. Trying to, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Sean, Sean, that shit came in three uh, minutes later. We Sean, know. We know. Sean what you was want. on Google. <laughs> what head coach for Mike Tomlin? But to be being to be technical, Bruce Arians didn't get the job till um, Jeff um, Chuck Pagano got got sick and missed mm-hmm. that year, and they realized yeah, that he, he still coach. got it. You got, you, gotta job be, under- you gotta be in he, position to get it if somebody hey, gets sick. So I can make a case that he was under Chuck Pagano's um tree. So hey, <laughs> I mean, I mean he, I, I, he would probably say he's from both though. I ain't mad at him. But out of one, but out of one, out of all them offensive coordinators that they didn't have, out of all them, when they had many defensive coordinators, but out of all them, like I said, that's it, telling. But yeah. we out of here. We definitely over our time. We getting cussed out, y'all. But yeah, absolutely. Ready? Yeah. Feel like I should put a grill in for this one, goddamn. That invisible set to get in the way of the cadence, though, goddamn. Oh. They hollering, Crizzle, where you been? I been out to own it. Studio going, kicking and flowing. Three in the morning, trying to make something worth it. Cause most this rap shit ain't working. I'm fully focused on climbing me, climbing, climb for the circus. Mm. I'm just trying to ride a city I ain't never been And get that club appearance money, that's too much to spend And buy another old school and sit it on some rims Ain't hit the knees, KOD and throw it in the wind Hell it with tax free I blow all that shit before they tax me The ticket for the day, that other ticket last week We talking prices, you don't like it, then don't ask me Cause every time I kick a verse, the purse go higher and higher I make a beat and rap on it, that's like fire to fire When Moe D-Line was in they feelings, I was rotating tights Telling country shit when the label said that they wouldn't buy it Like why would you deny it? Them niggas get live, it's when I get on my live shit I might start a riot despite my empire You act like I'm lying, I'm among the top five bitches wasn't even trying. Uh, they drop the ball all they want, and I'ma pick it up. Win me a 360 behind the back, but that just ain't enough. I'm left to shoot the shot, one on the clock. I'm living for the clutch. A nigga that don't understand the game, someone that I can't trust. I hold it down to fuck for fangs, I hold it, I can't fuck. When you King Midas with the flow, some shit you just can't touch. Gold twinkies, I'm out just swinging on these hoes. No Tabi the gang, I'm out just banging on these hoes. No half stepping, big daddy caning on these hoes. More money, more money, I'm Damon Wayne on these hoes. For the two I'ma buy what I want while you browsing We said to stand a hide in a dime, standing on two miles I built my ship to ride the wave, I'm like, who drowning? Nowadays the bag of hot potato, my nigga like, you counting Too much, wrist hurting how much? Ain't certain. Gotta break it down, use the money counter and watch out for these niggas lurking. It's crazy how I spitting out in the game and got these bitches twerking. More tied till the sun dies. 12 with these first. 